Dr. Doris Forte, and welcome to the Visionarium Podcast, where ordinary people gain extraordinary vision. If this is your first time here, welcome to our listening audience. I'm so glad you're here. And if you've been here before, welcome back and Happy New Year. I haven't spoken to you this year because I took the first week off because I needed it. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. We're launching a series, and it's a mini-series, maybe two or three episodes, talking about the importance of self-care. We're going to talk about what self-care is, why it's important, how do we incorporate it into our lives, and why we should. Because we never know when life's going to give us one of those monkey wrenches and things are just going to go haywire. And if you haven't taken care of yourself, it just can make things a lot worse. So let's take a dive inside the Visionarium and take a close look at self-care. And before I even begin, I want to say that I understand that we live in a society where talking about ways to love yourself, to nurture yourself, to spend time learning how to take care of yourself is often considered egotistical and even narcissistic. But I also know that unless we learn ways to take better care of ourselves, our lives will be perpetually stressed, filled with sickness and exhaustion. I'm experiencing some of that now, and I know how to self-care, but life can be really tough sometimes. I think it's important for us to reevaluate how we look at the concept of self-care. It's like they say when you're on an airplane. Put your mask on first and then help somebody else because truly we cannot give from an empty well. We just can't. And we can't operate at peak capacity in our own lives unless we know ways to replenish ourselves because life can be exhausting, continually exhausting, and it's not easy for anyone. And these things are not taught to us when we're kids. I don't remember anybody talking to me about how to take care of myself how to be loving and nurturing, how to accept who I am, both the good and the bad and the ugly. Nobody talked to me about that. If you're like most of us, and you are, self-care is something that was rarely taught in school and is often a subject that even our parents neglected to teach us. I want you to take a second and just reflect on that. Who taught you to take care of yourself physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually when you were little. Right, crickets. It wasn't taught. I was taught how to put others first, how to be of service for the purpose of a greater good for the whole society. And that's really teaching us how to become somewhat of a martyr. I'm not saying that that's not a good thing to do. I'm just saying a gooder thing to do is to learn how to take care of ourselves first because we cannot give from an empty well. I know that much to be true. And so we have to take the initiative as adults now and go back and fill in that missing gap because it's huge and it affects how we approach life because it affects how we feel about ourselves and how we take care of ourselves. Without taking the time to evaluate what is important to you, who you are, and how to live a life that makes you feel happy by doing the things that make you feel cared for and loved. Without knowing how to do those things, I don't think it's even possible 
to number one, love anyone else, and two, to receive the love that's offered to you by someone who is trying to love you. It begins with self-love. Truly, taking care of ourselves is probably one of the most important things that we can do. One of the major reasons that we overlook the importance of self-care is that we have our priorities wrong. We just were never taught how important and essential it is to take care of ourselves as children. Therefore, as adults, we do not have a concept of self-nurturing. It's only until we get chronically ill or get too sick to get out of bed and take care of our business and ourselves that we even begin to realize how important our well-being and health really is to the overall operation of our life. How is it even possible to fill somebody else's cup if your own cup is empty? It is impossible. So taking care of yourself enables you to take care of others. And the more attention and sensitivity that you give to the importance of taking care of yourself equates to how available and prepared you will be to assist other people, people that you care about, that depend on you, your children, your family, your employers, your friends. So focusing on self-care is being responsible and putting yourself in a position where you can suit up and show up for your life. To do otherwise is really living in a very dysfunctional and irresponsible manner towards the society that we're raised to believe that we need to support, but especially to yourself. My daughter said something interesting to me recently. Her family got sick over the holidays. Her husband was sick first. He got better. Then she got sick. Then one of the babies got sick. And she said, I never knew how important it was for me to stay healthy, just to take care of myself. And her husband recognizes that too. So they're going to start walking together and doing some other things to just make sure that they stay as healthy and vital as they can as they take care of their family and themselves. But as little things like that, you really don't realize how important you are until you can't show up for the game. And then it just falls apart because we really do carry a lot of weight on our shoulders. And I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that I'm going through some of that now. Well, over the holidays, I wasn't able to make it down to my retreat place that I talked about last year. And I did go down a few days ago, got stuck in the mud. I'd forgotten that part of the yard had been dug up to put the slab down. And so that mud was like quicksand and my back tires got stuck. And immediately I had to pay $175 $175 to be wrenched out of that area of my own front yard. Got in the house and the alarm sensor was on the ground. It had fallen off. So all this time that I was away, there was no security. And I was thinking that there had been. So I was excited because I'd also had the sewage pipe installed. I went to check that by turning the water on to see if everything was flushing and the fresh water was running. There was water shooting out of the bottom of the toilet, just flooding the place. And apparently during this freeze that we had, even though I drained the pipes and so forth, a pipe had burst. Later that night, I opened up a closet in the bedroom where I keep the bedding and everything was wet. There had been a water event. I didn't sleep at all that first night because I didn't I didn't figure out that the problem was a busted pipe until the next day. Needless to say, was putting out fires left and right, and I was putting them out effectively, coming up with a game plan. But today, I am feeling it. 
I feel like I've been in a battle and I'm worn out. I'm tired. I'm moving slowly. I just feel exhausted. And I shudder to think how much worse it would be if I were the type of person that didn't know how to implement self-care. My being down there in the first place is a huge self-care piece in my life. So it's a habit with me. But what I'm saying to you is if it's not a habit for you, and when life comes charging in like that with all kind of problems and it's one thing after the other, it's not going to be good for you. Developing a ritual of self-care takes time. It's a habit. That is a missing piece in our life. It's not going to come from any place else. It has to come from us, and it's what keeps us going. But we ignore a lot of things that need our attention in terms of care. Hopefully, in this series, we will learn a different way of approaching that. Sometimes it's hard to know where to begin a discussion about self-love and self-care, but I think that before we can get to self-love, we've got to understand what self-care is. And self-care is simply recognizing that we are responsible for providing the well-being that we need in our life by taking certain steps along the way to make sure that it's there. We are responsible for that. It's not going to come from any place else. That step is called self-care. To recognize why self-care needs to happen, let's talk about what are some of the red flags that occur in your life and in your health and the way you feel that would indicate that you are in need of self-care. And from there, we'll talk about some of the ways that we can give self-care to ourselves. And we're going to break it down into four categories. We're going to talk about mental self-care. And hopefully a lot of you ended the year reviewing Get Brainwashed. That whole series will allow you to create a space where you can refill that mental clutter and emotional clutter with healthy habits and rituals that lead to self-care. It's like my refrigerator. I may want to add all kind of fresh fruit and vegetables and healthy items to my fridge, but if it's full of rotten vegetables and fruits that I haven't eaten, there's nowhere to put it. So you got to clean that out first. And you've been given the tools to do that in the series called Get Brainwashed. So hopefully you're ready for this. So let's talk about what are some of the signs that indicate that you are in need of self-care. We'll divide our discussion about self-care into four groups. Self-care of the mind, self-care of the body, self-care of the heart, and self-care of the soul. And in each one of those categories, our discussion will be about how to recognize the need in that category and suggestions on how we can fill it with meaningful activities and rituals. And in implementing the self-care that we discussed, it will lead to self-love. This hopefully will light a spark that will encourage you to take another look, to refocus on your approach to life and to reprioritize some things where you're putting yourself first. Because to take care of everything else, yourself has to be intact. And it's just that simple. Because the whole tower of cards can collapse if your piece is not strong enough to support the rest. So we're talking about red flags that will indicate to you that you might want to incorporate some self-care into your life. Enlisting the signs and symptoms that you may be in need of self-care, I'm going to use myself 
as an example. So I became real irritable about little things. The lady in the store wasn't putting my groceries in the bag fast enough, you know, and she was. It was just me. Just She just irritated the heck out of me the way she was bagging the groceries. That's not usually how I am. But I had to hurry up and get back to that mess I had to deal with. And she was taking up too much time bagging my groceries. I didn't sleep at all that first night. I couldn't figure out where the water was coming from and the problem with the alarm sensor. I needed a better adhesive. I had to get my truck out of the mud. And I was having trouble communicating with my insurance company about doing that. First of all, I had trouble remembering that I had that kind of coverage on my insurance policy. So it was just a lot of mental wheels going and I couldn't sleep. Then I developed this pain in my shoulder. Muscle tension is one of the other ways that your body will tell you that you're in need of self-care. It is a physical sign that my body is trying to communicate. You have too much weight on your shoulders. And then I developed this cold. And I don't know if you hear it, but I have congestion. I even gave myself a COVID test this morning to see that I have COVID because it just is lingering. I tested negative, but I'm congested. I wake up in the middle of the night. My sinuses are blocked. I can't breathe. And I have anxiety. I know that I have anxiety because it shows up like if there's a leaf on the floor, I think it's a lizard. Overreacting and anxious about things. And then I start forgetting my blessings. I just start thinking about things that are not in my life. Then just bringing myself way down where I forget how good life really is. And that can lead to that sense of being dreadlocked that I talked about last year and disconnected from my body. Mindless nibbling or not having healthy meals or not flossing like I should, you know, just the things that I normally do on a daily continual basis. I just start neglecting. I don't do things that make me happy. I'm at the beach, but I'm not going to the beach. I'm sitting there worrying about the things that's wrong in my RV. I did snap to where that's concerned and make myself take a couple of walks on the beach, but it would have been so easy not to. And there was a feeling of emptiness with everything that I have in my life, with all the blessings, I felt empty and negative and ungrateful. It led to a feeling of poor self-esteem. So I'm just saying, if it can happen to me, and I'm always working on this stuff, it can certainly happen to you if you're never working on it. I will encourage you to listen to that list of symptoms again. Hopefully, some of the things that I experience, because we're all human, are some of the things that you can identify with. And I look forward to offering some tips, solutions, rituals that will get you into a habit of promoting self-care. Believe me, if I didn't have this arsenal at my disposal, I wouldn't have had any way to pull myself back. There is not a committee of people standing by just waiting to pull you back. You've got to know how to do that for yourself. And that's why I think this series is important. It just makes you a more powerful human being and gives you one more big tool in your arsenal of things that will help you live a more happy, successful life. Tune in next week as we continue our conversation about self-love and self-care in the series called Love the One You're With a series on self-love.
And if you need to contact me before then, my email address is thevisionariumpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening today, and have a great week. So until we meet again, remember to focus on your dreams, because you've got to have a dream to make a dream come true. See you soon.